Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered. I'm your host, Krista Gurka, and I'd like to welcome you to episode four. So today's episode is eight tips to designing a strategic marketing plan without spending a ton of moolah, without spending a lot of money. Um, What I see a lot happen in businesses, and I did this for years, um, was one, not have a marketing plan. I just assumed that you know, you put the door, you put the shingle on the door and people would just come in or as in feel the dreams. If you build it, they will come. And with more and more people being in the space and, and customers having more and more options for them, that unfortunately that's just not true anymore. So when people do start marketing, since most of us never learned how to do this properly in school or in any training programs, we just start throwing a bunch of money at things or we start throwing a bunch of spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. And the truth of the matter is, is that one, not sustainable. And two, how do you really know what's working and what's not working if you don't even really have a good foundation for what you're selling, et cetera, et cetera. So what we're going to go over today are tips that I use to help Uh, clients help business owners design their marketing strategy without costing thousands of dollars. So let's imagine you've just finished conceptualizing your ideal brand. You've created the perfect business model. You're ready to start offering the most innovative products or services in your market. You've got the best team behind your back and you have a fiery passion to become one of the most successful entrepreneurs in our industry. What could go wrong, right? Well, as Beth Comstock once said, you can't sell anything if you can't tell anything. That's where marketing really comes into play. So no matter how good your product, course, or services are, and no matter how amazing you or your team may be at delivering those services, your market will never know about them if you don't tell them about it. That's why it's called marketing. So I've put together these eight marketing lessons specifically for healthcare and wellness business owners, just like you, to remember when drafting, when sitting down to draft your marketing strategy, or if you have a marketing team in place, how to get them to stay on task and really understand your brand, your mission, your audience. Now, if you don't think you need a marketing strategy or a marketing plan, I really do encourage you to think again. Like I said, I for years thought that I could just continue to grow on my laurels because it worked for a long, long time. It did. I had 
a lot of referrals. I was well known in the community. I had been treating people for over 10 years when I started my business. And so I just assumed, oh, if I build it, they will come. And that actually worked for a while until it didn't work. Right. So one of the things I really encourage people to do is have some sort of plan for how you are going to get people in the door. And you want to get the right people in the door. All right. So I'm hoping that these strategies, these tips will help upcoming entrepreneurs start in the right direction. And if you've been an entrepreneur a while, maybe it'll just help you rethink or reframe what your strategy is. All right. So let's go ahead and dive in. Number one, you have to sell people what they want, then give them what they need. What do I mean by this? So for example, people buy based on emotion. If you listened to episode two, where we discussed the behavioral economics of why people buy, you will understand that most buying decisions are subconscious. They happen at a subconscious level, and most of them are emotionally based. So that being said, you have to sell the customers what they actually want, what they are looking for. What they are looking for is to be able to run a marathon or be able to play with their grandkids or go on a cruise or sit at their desk without pain or be able to chaperone a field trip for their children without having to take 20 trips to the bathroom. So you sell them what it is that they want and then you give them what they need, which may be getting stronger, having better mobility, improving flexibility. So in other words, what we want to sell is the outcome. Okay. So that leads us to tip number two. You need to market the getting back on the golf course and not your manual therapy. So most people, most end consumers do not understand what things like PNF are or myofascial release or strain counter strain or kinesio taping or cupping or classical Pilates versus contemporary Pilates versus Ashtanga yoga versus vinyasa yoga. They don't understand what the nervous system does. All they want to know is, can they continue to play golf? Can they walk their children down the aisle at their wedding? Will they be able to get rid of their back pain so they can sit at their desk and be functional at work? Okay. So one of the examples I use for this is I'm a big Apple consumer. Um, I have all my products are Mac. Um, This is not a shout out to them at all, but I have Mac, right? I go into the genius bar and my computer dies and I get a person to help me. And they start telling me all about the motherboard and the gigabytes. And I don't even know if I'm actually saying these right. And to me, they're talking, speaking a different language. All I want to know is can you fix my computer and how long will it take you? Okay, I do a lot of work on my computer as I'm sure most of you do. So can you fix my computer? How long will it take you? I don't care what you do to make it better. All right, so that is what we're marketing. So for an example, marketing wise, if you think of someone maybe that's running through the desert, they're running a marathon through the desert and you were selling water, what should your tagline, what should your marketing be? think about that for a moment. What would your marketing be if you were selling water to someone who was running in the desert? 
free water could be what it is. It doesn't even have to be free water here, right? You don't have to talk about the kind of water that it is. You don't have to talk about how long it took you to get the water. If someone's running in the desert, they want water. Your marketing should be water sold here or free water if it's free. Okay, we don't have to get super elaborate, right? We just want to give them what they want. I hope that makes sense to you. So moving on to number three, the tip for number three is don't just focus on getting customers. Create better retention by leveraging and building a community. So what do I mean by this? While we all want more customers, if you ask most business owners, what do you want? What's your biggest pain point? Most people say getting new customers in the door. One of the great ways to get new customers is to stop focusing on the ones you don't have and start focusing on serving the ones you do have. Love the customers you have now, the people that are buying from you, serve them really well. They will become raving fans. They will tell everyone about it. Okay, so I like to say things like, um, we're focusing on the wrong things. We're focusing on what we don't have instead of focusing on what we do have. So when I see people maybe start a challenge or grow a program or have a course, and they set a goal to have 20 people sign up, and they get 10. And a lot of oftentimes what usually happens is people will be so disappointed that they missed their goal by 50% instead of saying, I got 10 people to believe in me and are going to and bought for me. And if I can get 10, I know that next time I can get 20. And if I get 20, I know that next time I can get 40. So focus on the people that are coming in, the people that are paying for you, paying for your services right now, the people that are buying from you. Focus on them, create that sense of community. And if we learned anything from 2020 and the pandemic and quarantine and most of our businesses being grinding to a halt, it's that the businesses that had created a community outlasted those that did not have a community. So don't just focus on getting new customers, leverage your existing customers by building a strong community. All right, so let's move on to number four. Tip number four for designing a strategic and effective marketing plan is when you talk about marketing and putting things out there, I like to say, go with this formula, entertain, educate, entertain, educate, entertain, educate, then sell. If you're into boxing, I love boxing as a form of fitness. You can think of jab, 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 cross. Okay, we don't want to always be coming in selling things. People just learn to tune you out if all you're doing is selling things. I like to equate this to for a while in motherhood and raising children. I used to be a huge yeller. I was always screaming. And most moms understand because your kids are saying, why are you screaming? It's because no one listens to me. But the truth of the matter is I was yelling all the times. My kids just basically tuned me out. So it had no more power. So when you're always selling, you lose the power, right? We want to, most of us feel yucky when we sell anyways. Most people are like, I hate selling, okay? I'm going to do another podcast in the future about how selling is serving. So stay tuned for that. 
but most of your audience also hates being sold too. So what we want to look at, we want to think about educating our audience, educate them on what kind of services you provide. So let's say, for example, you're a physical therapist that specializes in pelvic health. Okay, let's educate the consumer on what a Kegel is. Okay, let's educate the consumer on maybe tips to how to understand stress incontinence. Maybe they don't even really understand what incontinent is. So we want to educate them. I like to say entertain. Things are really funny. All information does not have to be serious, right? You can do reels now. There's all sorts of wonderful reels out there that are funny, but also give very solid advice. Then you can sell, right? So you entertain them, you educate them, you entertain them, you educate them, and then eventually say, hey, and by the way, I have this if you're interested in buying. Give them more free content. And a lot of people will say to me, well, if I give everything away for free, how am I going to sell anything? That's really a scarcity mindset, right? The more you give away for free, the more people will say, hmm, if they give this away for free, I wonder what's behind the paywall. And people will always pay you to work with you to tell them how your services will specifically help them. I don't know if that actually made sense. That was a lot of words around. So basically what I'm saying is someone will always want to pay you to help them specifically. So let's go back to that example about pelvic health. Women understand incontinence, but they're not necessarily going to be able to help themselves a lot of the time. So they will, even if you're giving them free advice, they will still eventually pay you to help them with their specific problem because everyone is unique, correct? So that leads us to tip number five. You want to give value so clients can get to know, like, and trust you. Oftentimes, I see people throw out offers, high ticket offers, over $100 when they haven't grown a list yet. I don't know about you, but I'm rarely going to give anyone $100 if I don't know who they are, if I don't understand how they can help me, and I don't have some sort of relationship with them. Most of us have this mark in our heads. For me, it's usually anything under $100 that I'll say, oh, I'll buy that. It might be worth it if I get one tip out of it. Some people it's under $50. Some people it's under $20. Okay. Some people might be under $500. My mark is I'm not paying anyone over $100. If I have no relationship with them, if I don't really know them, if I don't see how this is going to benefit me in some way. So if you're just starting out in business or you're trying to garner trust from your clients, you have to give some sort of value to them. So they can get to know you, they can get to like you, and they can get to trust you. And there's enough business to go around. What you want to see, what you want to put out there is also your authentic self. So people will resonate with that, and they'll align with that, and then they'll want to do business with you. As a female movement, healthcare, wellness, or fitness professional, you know how to help your clients feel better, right? But do you know how to market the services you provide so that you can help more of those people? If not, you need a marketing plan. And that's where the 30-day marketing bootcamp comes in. This bootcamp is a virtual private event that offers 30 days of marketing advice and exercises for your movement, healthcare, fitness, or wellness-centered brand designed to help you help others. 
I'll work with you in real time to make sure you understand the execution just as much as a strategy. So you end this bootcamp feeling like your marketing muscle is stronger than ever. At the end of the 30 days, you'll have a marketing plan that works just for you and your unique brand and is easy to execute. Learn more about everything we cover in the bootcamp and get on the list to join today by visiting kristagurka.com slash bootcamp. That's kristagurka.com slash bootcamp. Let's move on to number six. There is no one size fits all strategy. Now I'm going to say that again, maybe a little louder for those of you in the back. If you're multitasking, come back to me. I'm going to say it again. There is no one size fits all strategy. You have to find what works best for you, for your brand, for your life, for your audience. Okay. So if anyone says this specific initiative is going to help get you 3000 followers or get clients in the door, I would have a hard time believing them. It's the same way. I can't tell someone as a physical therapist that I can guarantee them that they will never, ever have back pain again. That wouldn't make me a good therapist. That would not make me truthful. Okay. There's no one size fits all strategy for healing back pain. There's no one size fits all strategy for getting fit. There's no one size fits all strategy for losing weight. Okay. There's no one size fits all strategy for you and your business. What you have to get to is who your ideal customer is. So if you haven't listened to episode two, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode two talks all about your ideal customer community client, understanding what their needs and wants are and what's going to work best for you and your business. That might be slowing down. That may be not marketing right now until you get better systems in place. Okay. So there's no one size fits all strategy. Tip number seven is recognize, respond to people that engage with you. So if people are engaging with you on social media, whether that be Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, reply to them, send them a DM, comment to them by name. Okay. It doesn't take very much to go on someone's Instagram feed and find their name and then reply to them per name and not their Instagram handle. It just shows you're going the extra mile. And there's lots of research that's been done showing what it means when you say someone's name. Okay. So if you want to look up some of that research, you can DM me or you can message me. I'll send some of that to you. Number eight, and my final tip on how to design a perfect marketing strategy is please do not compare your year one with someone else's year 10. Okay. I've been in business for over 10 years now. When I was in year one, there's no way I would have compared myself to where I am today. And I don't want people just starting out to compare themselves with what I'm doing right now and the number of followers that I have or the revenue that I'm doing, or by the way, the amount of money that I'm spending in marketing. Okay. We have to start small and I would encourage everyone figure out how much you can spend. And if you can't spend anything right now, you're just going to have to spend more time. All right. Slow and steady wins the race. Spend time getting to know your customers. Spend time engaging with people. Spend time putting out free content. It will grow. Have patience. Love on the ones you have. Okay. So I'm going to go back, 
rewind and review all of these tips. Okay. So number one, you have to sell people what they want and then give them what they need. Number two, you need to market the getting back on the golf course and not your manual therapy techniques. Tip number three, don't just focus on getting customers, create leverage by building a strong community. Tip number four, entertain, educate, entertain, educate, entertain, educate, then sell. Tip number five, give value so your clients can know, like, and trust you. Tip number six, there's no one size fits all strategy. Tip number seven, respond, engage, and recognize comments and DMs. Tip number eight, do not compare your year one with someone else's year 10, 15, or 20. So now I'd like to just give you some ways that you can improve your marketing today without spending any money. This, these few tips will not cost you a single dime, okay? And when people are first starting out, you have more time. So you're going to pay with time versus money at the beginning. Right now, I don't have a lot of time, so I pay with money more than time, but you're either going to spend time, money, or energy, Okay, so here are some tips that you can use to improve your marketing without spending a penny. Post something on social media every day. That could be Facebook. That could be Instagram. That could be Twitter. But just be putting content out there, especially on those platforms, because not everyone sees your content. So if you post every day, batch some content, batch a month's worth of content one day, you can use one day to batch 30 days and then post something every day. Try to go live somewhere once a week. Maybe you have a podcast like this one. Maybe you can go live on Facebook. Maybe you can go live on Instagram. Okay. So, and I know a lot of people are are saying, well, I hate being live. I'm not comfortable with that. It's like anything else. The more you practice, the more you will get comfortable with it. But if you want people to come in, These are some of the things people want to see you. They want to see who you are. They want to see how you speak. They want to resonate with you. Reach out to one new potential customer every day. Did someone engage with you on social media? Maybe reach out to them. Okay. Is there someone, is there another company that's local to you that's in your area that has like-minded customers as you? Maybe a smoothie place, maybe a chiropractor's office, maybe a CrossFit gym. See who's following them and commenting on their posts. All right. Reach out to one new customer every day. Maybe it's someone from your list that hasn't bought from you yet. Try and cross-promote with another brand. How can you do this? You can ask to be on someone's podcast. If you're interested in being on this podcast, you can email me at krista at pilatesinthegrove.com. Ask someone to be on your podcast. Ask someone to do an IG live with you or or a Facebook live with you. Write a blog. Send an email. Okay, next week, we're actually going to talk about the, the power of email marketing and do's and don'ts. So stay tuned next week. I believe it's going to be episode six on email marketing do's and don'ts. So all of these things won't cost you anything. Okay. And by the way, you can do one of these, okay, and you can repurpose them for every single thing. So how can you do that? You can go live once a week with a like minded business partner. Okay, so that's your live. You can take that live and you can turn it into an email. You can turn it into a few different posts. You can write a blog about it and put it on your website. 
And maybe you can send it to a potential new customer and say, hey, I thought you'd be interested in this interview I did. Check it out here. So you can do one thing and get all six of those tips for how you can improve your marketing. Now, I don't want you to get me wrong. I do understand that marketing can be overwhelming. And especially when we don't learn about these things in school, it just seems like this huge umbrella and we don't really know where to start. And what happens is when you don't really know where to start, usually what people do is they end up doing nothing because they don't know what to do. They feel too overwhelmed and they end up doing nothing. All right. So it's really essential to do something so that people start to know about you and your business and then eventually do buy from you. At the end of the day, you really only need to be guided by the fact that marketing is no longer just about if you build it, they will come. It's about your audience, not about you. It's about the stories you tell them, the content you give to them, and the community you create that leads them to want to be part of that community and work with you. If you're ready to start feeling more confident in the marketing plan that you want to design for your unique business with your unique skill set at the forefront, I invite you to join my 30-day marketing bootcamp specifically for female healthcare and wellness professionals. You learn how to go from no idea to no problem and create a solid and effective and actionable strategy for your unique business all in 30 days. To learn more, I invite you to go to www.kristagurka.com slash bootcamp. All right, that's it for today, my friends. I'm so grateful as always for you to listen to me, for you to share your thoughts with me. If you have any feedback, I'd love for you to follow me on Instagram at Krista Gurka. Shoot me a DM. You can email me. And until next time, my folks, have a great day. I'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.